Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Joined in the studio this morning by Kathy Livingston. She's a Singapore-based counselor and psychotherapist for youth and adults. And she's also certified in trauma-focused equine-assisted psychotherapy. So welcome, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> hey, so equine therapy, something very unusual. Tell us more about it. What exactly does it entail? Mm, okay. Well, equine or equine, mm. I don't, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. Some say equine, <laughs> some say equine. Either way, it means horse, mm-hmm. right? So equine-assisted therapy is basically, well, for what I do, it's incorporating a horse into a counseling session. Wow. So, you know, in the, I think most people have heard of equine-assisted therapies as like with the people with disabilities. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's one form. Um, and, and, but what I do because I'm a therapist, it's for mental health, emotional health, uh, and it's incorporating a horse Mm. and into the session. And so my sessions are done out at Singapore Polo Club and I partner with a horse and clients build a relationship with that horse. Wow. Do these horses, are they specially selected, you know, for the therapy process? You know, they have to have Mm -hmm. a certain demeanor or how does the session actually play out? Yeah, they're not okay. I would not say they're trained specifically for this, but when I go out there, so the riding academy at the polo club, um, I have a contract where with them where I will use their uh, what is it called the riding academy. Sorry, it's early. <laughs> the ri- the brain is not <laughs> the riding academy horses. And uh, so what I have done is I've gone out there and spent time with the horses. So mm. typically I'm looking for a horse that, that wants to participate. And you can tell that because they'll come up to you. If they go to the back of the stable and really want nothing to do with you, clearly this isn't something they want to do. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking for a horse that is relational, that will come up, that of course is not going to bite or kick, that's not too much... I guess full of energy that's going to hurt us if we mm. when we take it out. So these are the things that I'm I'm looking for. But other than that, we just we go with what the horse gives us. You know, why are horses great for therapy? Because there's many reasons. I, it's funny. My brain just went. Oh my gosh! I know it's it's. It's, the it's answer a, is somewhere in there. The answer is in there. <laughs> but <laughs> because there's so many reasons. Um, okay, I think. First off, they're prey animals, Hmm. and so they live in herds, right, typically um, out in the wild. You know, that's what they're kind of created as, as, is herd animals. Therefore, they're very intuitive to what's going on all around them, very sensitive to that. And so when we're talking about working with individuals, they can read things incredibly well because they have to for survival. So they can read inside of a person things that I would not be able to see in a counseling session. A horse will react and respond to out at the stables and it comes up for therapeutic conversations. Mm. And so so they're giving they're constantly giving feedback, I guess is what I'm trying to say to everything going on with me, with my client. They don't know who the client is. They're just responding. Um, Of course, they're big. So that already kind of causes a little bit of uh, maybe a little bit of anxiety that's good because that's what we can work with in the sessions with the client. And it helps them to build trust. So I work with a lot of trauma 
and in trauma, we lose trust, right? So to connect with this big, huge animal helps a client build trust Mm. to regulate their own anxieties um, and fears. Uh, Another thing is a horse's heart rate is about, resting is about 32 beats per minute. And so, you know, ours at a good resting maybe is in the 60s. -hmm. Uh, So it co-regulates with the client. So they are, if, if I'm, if you're the horse and I'm with you and it can help me to bring my heart rate down, my wow. nervous system so down. So it calms you down. Oh, definitely. Quite naturally. And horses are very, I mean, I could go on and on, but <laughs> you're, you're like, let me ask another question. <laughs> I but, do. Uh, yeah. But they're also very rhythmic. And so with rhythm, our brain regulates. Mm. And so if you think, if you just sit and watch a horse eat grass, so sometimes we just go out and we'll just graze the horse and that rhythm of their mouth, just chewing in a rhythmic pattern, our brains will start to regulate with that rhythm, mm. which, which of course helps our whole nervous system. So does every session involve the client getting on a horse and riding or walking with it? No, sometimes you could just be like standing there beside it. Yeah. So for what I do, it's not typically riding. Mm. It is what we call groundwork. Okay. Um, and it's all about connection, connection with self. So we're always looking inward, what's going on inside of me, uh, somatic work, physiology work, um, and what's going on with my connection with the horse. And then how does that translate into my relationship with others? Wow. Um, because right in, so especially in trauma, but we, one of the sayings is we are damaged in relationship, we are healed in relationship. Mm. So a vehicle for change is relationship. So they're building a secure attachment with this horse. That's lots to think about. This is mind-blowing. Very chill. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we're just at the tip of the iceberg as well. Hey, join us on Facebook Live this morning, facebook.com slash 91.3. Going to be chatting more with Kathy in just a bit. Keep it right here. We carry on with more questions for Kathy. First up, what kind of issues can be addressed with this form of therapy? With the horses, you know. Right, right. Well, I'm trained in trauma-focused equine-assisted therapy. So... Uh, I work with a lot of trauma, but depression, anxiety, uh, attachment injuries. So, you know, a, a lot of us have grown up where our, we don't have a secure attachment and it's affecting our adult relationships. Um, and so, you know, I think I mentioned it earlier, we're bi- working on building a secure attachment with that horse. And, and so I think it really brings a lot of healing and learning how to trust and to connect Um, because connection is a felt sense you know I can feel if I'm connected to Carol for instance you know I can feel when I'm not Mm. and so we're work constantly working on attachment with connection even detachment with connection Um, sorry I'm going off your question Mm -hmm. here but uh, meaning that I can you know when we're insecure in our attachments If I'm detached, I'm freaking out. Oh my gosh, they don't love me. They have another Mm. best friend, you know, all this stuff. But detachment with connection is that I can be detached but still have a felt sense of connection. Ooh, that's very important because especially in this day and age of social media, we want, we we tend to associate likes with connection. People like me, people want me. And Mm -hmm. when we don't get that, then it's not okay. We don't feel right about ourselves in this world. Yeah. 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 So are the sessions for kids and adults similar or different? They're quite similar. Mm. Um, 
I'm trying to think. So I don't work with people probably below the age of 11, mm-hmm. I would guess. Just because I'm on my own and the younger kids are more of a handful. So, um, but I will give another shout out to there are other therapy, equine therapy programs out there that do work with younger kids. Mm. One is Theris, T H E R I S. Um, the Herd is another one. So I like that name, The yeah, Herd. Yeah. I can see how that yeah. would be helpful for children, for young children, yeah, trying to work sure. through issues as well. Because horse, mm-hmm. horses mm-hmm. are such beautiful creatures, and They're it takes amazing. them outside of the conventional four walls mm. as well. Mm. And just to be outside, yeah. right? I mean, some people are like, oh, it's so hot. And mm. it is. I mean, that's one of the struggles. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's stinking hot. But... Uh, <laughs> But it's okay. You bring water and you just sweat a lot. But <laughs> but you're you're working on yourself, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It is. And and I think when you're out there, you don't even think about the heat because you're just engaging with this amazing animal and whether it's I mean sometimes it's honestly too hot to go out. Mm. Um and and it, to me it's I mean, animal welfare is very important Mm. to me. So is a horse going to be okay? And, you know, so we, like yesterday, I remember I had a session where we just stayed in the stable all day Mm. and we massaged the horse. And, you know, it's like, how can I give back to something? Can I, can I look at how my partner, my, what do we call the horse? (laughs) What do we call it? A Cold horse. therapist. <laughs> My horse is responding to me. Does where? What do they like? What do they not? You know, I'm being aware. I mean, that helps in regards to relationship, right? And communication. I mean, everything, of course, is nonverbal because a horse isn't going to talk back. Um, if it does, then we have other issues to deal with. But. <laughs> But, but right. So we're. But it's all nonverbal, and you know, I there is a statistic, and I'm not sure of what it is but about 80 percent i'm just going to throw it out there don't quote me but about 80 percent of our language is nonverbal, mm. right so we're giving off this energy all the time and the horse is responding to that mm. and but everything is nonverbal. if only we had a horse around with us every time we met new people <gasps> That's an idea there. <laughs> you could get a mini. Yeah. Ooh. About the size of Cooper. But I suppose that's why people say that about hey, the dogs, right? a question right? mixer. I know, but if your dog doesn't like you say your partner or your friend, says a lot. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Oh. oh my gosh, that's another area I could go into. <laughs> There we go. We need to go into that area. But, I mean, off air, we're talking about how you actually do work with dogs as well for therapy. Mm. Tell us more about that again. Oh, (laughs) all right. Maybe in just a little bit. All right. Hang tight. Join us on Facebook.com if you want to find out about that conversation. It's Facebook.com slash 913. So we want to find out more about these sessions. You know, it's really intriguing. How long do each of these sessions last? And uh, normally, on average, how many sessions will it take before you see an improvement in an individual yeah that's a good so my sessions are about 75 minutes a little bit over an hour uh, because you know it just takes time and like I said we're just working on that connection Uh, so how many sessions that I can't even say you know I have some clients that just maybe come out for three or four and some that are there I've worked with for over a year I mean, every week. So it really varies um, from case to case. But I would say 
You know, you re- you definitely need more than one mm. because the first one is just introduction. Mm. And, and that's exactly what it is. I'll take a client around and introduce them to several different horses. I don't pick the horse. They pick their horse. Oh, really? Yeah. Or does oh, the horse pick, pick them? Yeah. That is a good, that's so true. <laughs> Sometimes the horse does. Yeah. In fact, you know, I've had a, I've had clients that they, I'll introduce them to all the, I had one girl that, you know, I introduced to all the horses that I work with and she, none of them kind of, I guess, bonded with her or she didn't feel connected or whatever, for whatever reasons. And then she said, what about this one? And it's not one I had ever worked with. Oh. I'm like, uh, I don't know. But that's the one we worked with. And we just slowly built a relationship. And it was really cool. So so the client picks the horse. The horse picks the client. Um, and there are reasons. You know, there's also, again, a therapeutic conversation there of, what made you pick this horse? Mm. You know, what is it? Yeah. Some people will say, oh, because I feel like he's sad and he needs me. <gasps> or I feel like, uh, you know, he he responded to me and he sees me. You know, he hears me, right? That 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 yeah. right there is a lot of information. Yeah, wow. I, can, I can see how, you know, your sessions, you know, with the horse providing that sort of like platform for the discussion is, you know, a lot easier than you're in a therapy room on the couch and like, mm. you know, they're being asked questions and you're like, you know, climbing yeah. up. Whereas yeah. from the observation, yeah. just, you know, how they are with the horse, mm. you can get so much of it. I love this. Yeah. It's so true. And I think a lot of times, you know, you asked previously, like, what, what kind of clientele? Mm-hmm. And I think think one thing is sometimes talk therapy is not the the thing for people they're just like this is awkward or yeah. maybe they mm. just maybe it's a per, a young person especially a teenager that doesn't really talk yep. much mm. and so to get a, it's an experiential therapy they don't have to talk at all mm. honestly i'm fine with that let's just go groom the horse let's go for some walks let's you know um and so i think if, tradi- if traditional talk therapy has not worked, this is another avenue, mm. animal-assisted therapy. Okay. Um, That's great. How much does each session typically typically cost? Um, my fee is about 200, 220, it's about 220 a session. Okay. Yeah. All it's right. expen- Horses are expensive, right? Yeah. No, but it's, uh, I mean, therapy does cost a lot it sometimes. Does. You know, and we're talking yeah. about inner work. Yeah. It's priceless. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. Where can people yeah. find you? Where can they, you know, website? The Polo Club. Yeah. No, they can. <laughs> <laughs> On your socials, your website. Yeah. My website is livingstoncounseling.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not with an E on the end. It's not Living Stone. Yeah. Living Stone. Okay. Counseling.com. <laughs> all right. So people yeah. can find all the information about you they can. and your courses on your website. Okay, great. And I do believe we can also find you on Instagram at uh, Livingston Kathy. Yeah. Actually, that's not Instagram, although I need to set one up. Ah. That's Facebook. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Facebook.com. Sorry, I need, to get, I need to get up with the times and do an Instagram nah, as well. Nah, it's fine. So <laughs> Facebook.com slash Livingston Kathy. Yes. All right. We'll find you there as well. All Sounds right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Kathy. Thank you. All the best. We might surprise you one day at the Polo Club. Hey, I've done a radio interview at, at the Polo Club. Wow. Really? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Oh. Okay, okay. We might take you up on that one as well. Come on. <laughs> it's the bright side. The Bright Side with Carol and Lavinia. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.